What's good, y'all? Your boy Brandon here, back again. Episode 5 of the On The Run Podcast. I'm here with my boy. Gennaro, it's great to be back for fifth episode. Excited to be here with my friend and brother, Brandon. Yes, sir. Come on, let's get it done. So we got a uh, we got a good list of topics uh, we want to touch on on this episode. So go ahead and start us out, bro. What are we touching on first? Uh, let's talk about spirituality. I think oh, that's, a, that's a topic that um, has come across in plenty of our off-screen conversations. For sure. And the daily lives that we carry and potentially your own lives, you know. I think people often think confuse spirituality and religion. But I believe there's there's two sides of that coin. Um, I want to go ahead and hint on some things. Oh, before you do that, touch on that a little bit. What, what in your eyes, what is the difference between being spiritual and being religious? For me, what I've seen is people who are religious um, follow a set of rules and almost blindly believe everything that they're told in a way when they go to um, whatever is built like a building or a, set, a group of events and or church. I would think church because I used to go to church a lot and right. and for me it was organized right like they give you a certain set of information and, and you kind of like blindly accept it as a kid you, you can't you have no choice but for me as a grown person as a grown man I have taken religion rather than taking the stories and taking them all as literal i know not everything is literal in there some some of that content is but i've taken that and use it in my own eyes to see like how can i better myself to be a better person so that i can be a better person for others right. is what i think spirituality is in right. my own words what about you uh i would kind of think something along you know along those lines as well i think it's really sad because most people who have God in their life or say they have God in their life is exactly what you said. Like most people grow up with something and they just believe it because the people around them believe it or they just believe it because that's how they were educated. And Correct. very, very few people actually think about it and deeply understand it. Right. Like you can you can listen to people who are supposedly like religious leaders or you can read scripts. And yeah, there's a lot of people who can recite. There's a lot of people who can memorize and yeah, and true. can literally repeat back what some spiritual leader said to you. But very few people understand it in their heart. Like a lot of people yeah. can understand in their mind, but very few people understand in their heart. And I am really a believer in that you can't really live by it unless you really understand it in your heart. And, you know, you see people like like you said, they go to like these congregations or they go to events or they do like these rituals right whether that be like prayer communion you know depending on what religion you are but these rituals are not just some kind of action right they're supposed to be they're a symbolism or something more and it's like the meaning behind them that's actually important right it's not the act or the the fucking event itself the place itself <laughs> it's the meaning behind it and i think that's like where you can be you can be religious without being spiritual yes and yes. and i think it works best yeah. when you have both absolutely um just to add to that i think what's helped me become more spiritual too is like all these crazy events that i've been taking part of i'm i always question as a kid like you know I, I know you told me a story once where you're like bro i mean i used to go to catholic church and stuff 
I didn't really believe in that. That was me too. Right. I was I was I was already reading books on Albert Einstein and theory of relativity when I was learning at the same time like stories about the Bible and I questioned our like a catechism teacher, you know, like those classes that you take right, as right. as a kid. Yeah. To to finish your first communion. I was like, wait, what about the dinosaurs? Like, how do they fit in this whole thing? Oh, my And so, like, or, like, what about all the, the evolution stuff? Right. And she's like, she was different because her answer was like, oh, it's still part of it. We It's just things came, the Bible, she would say, like, is not written in literal context for God. Maybe a day could be a year or whatever. Right. Long story short. It just didn't match with the way I perceived the world, like right. the reality of it, right? And also going through hardships, going back to that, um, I used to use like negativity to handle a lot of my problems, right. a lot of my, a lot of my frustrations, fears, anger. I use that as forms of energy to get through like hard times in life, because I had no positive influence. I, I like, what was I supposed to look forward to? That I had a father, he wasn't present. That I had like a family that was complete. Somebody knew? No, you're good. Oh, I thought, <laughs> you know, that I, if, like, I think growing up as a kid, for me, there was little to no positive events in my life that I can be like, you know what? Life is amazing. I'm so, you, so you cling on to the negative because it's so easy to, so easy to use that hatred and resentment as fuel, right? And I think a lot of people do the same thing. Like, I, I for sure have been in that position too where, I have felt like a lot of things in my life have been unfair. I have felt like a lot of things in my life were tragic and you know, it's so easy to sit there and like take those things and internalize them and just being like, well, fuck that, bro. I'm about to take over. Y'all going to see me, <laughs> right? And you use that negativity and you tr almost trick yourself into thinking that that's the only way to live life. And you yeah. almost trick yourself into thinking like that's the only way to not get hurt for real. Yes. Yeah, so I remember me personally, like, I was so messed up in my own head that like anytime I had something good, I would purposely build it up and then push it away or like push it over, or, like destroy it s either purposely or subconsciously. Yeah. Just because I kind of felt like I want to feel that pain so I can have energy to like be better, you know, you and push, it's so you push people away. Yeah. Like not just people, but like, like job Dude, opportunities. Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, a lot of people was, I, I personally would. And I think a lot of people do just like self-sabotage in those cases because it's like, it's easier for me to know that I'm fucking it up on purpose than, <laughs> than, than to take the risk that it's going to fuck up by something that's not in my control, you know? And then also, like, the other part is you would take that self-sabotaging yeah. and use that as fuel to being like, well, now I'm going to be better. Now I'm going to make more money. Now I'm going to the gym. Now I'm going to, like, do all these things. Absolutely. But I think it, 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 there's so much value in learning to how to do the same thing with yeah. positivity instead of negativity, right? When you learn that taking the good things in life and seeing them and appreciating them and using those as fuel instead of negative, maybe you don't get as far, but the journey is going to be way, way <laughs> much more enjoyable and, and, Dude, and you a way, way longer lasting. Golden words. Um, I came across this like random YouTube video on J. Cole. There's a song he made... Um, there's no life that's better than yours. And yeah, 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 yeah. You know that uh, song? Yeah, yeah. It came out a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. One of my Ethiopian friends, when I went to high school, played it for me. I don't know why he did that. I was like, I feel like this man is judging me. Right. Because he's like, you're you're like really involved in a lot of things. You see, you don't you don't seem to care like like about your own personal well being. Like you don't sleep well. 
I was like, what does he, what is he talking? Years later, bro, that, that uh, song came back up. I was like, let me look up, let me look up J. Cole. Like, well, what is he, this man about? I kind of, at that time, I didn't really respect rap like I did now. Okay, yeah. The video talked about, um, he quoted his own life. He said when he was like really, really famous, like at the top, right. he, that's all he ever wanted. He, he reached that level and he's like, bro, I don't feel the happiness that I thought I would get. He said, he w then went on and explained, that's when I realized those little things that I took for granted, my family, spending time with my, my boys, whatever, going out, like eating like cheap breakfasts over like, expensive stuff. That's where the real value <laughs> and happiness I was of life like, lives. Dude, that's when I like had to really like reevaluate my life. Like I today, I just went to dinner with my mom. Like we just had a good time. Like I gave her a hug. Like, and she's like, "Why are you so happy?" I'm like, "I can't tell you why, but like, I just like this is this is the moments that I live for. Like that that I always should have enjoyed as a kid, dude. It's about counting what you have yeah. and not counting what you don't have. Exactly. And when you focus on what you do have, and you, I really think being grateful, being yeah. grateful for what you have, yeah." is the true key to happiness and just being at peace. Absolutely. You'll never find peace if you continuously compare like, yourself. If you feel like you're missing something. You're missing, and you're not. I always said, no, excuse me. I just recently started saying, because um, I have a fear of missing out. Like, there's a th with the quality of life. Like, whenever I go to social media, like, I have a fear of missing out. I'm like, right. damn, I wish I was there. Right. But now I'm like, wait a minute. That's the wrong way to think about life. Live people are missing out on me, you know. They're missing out on us. Like, well, it's like it's like yeah. You can sit there and look at someone's life and being like, "I wish I was there." Mm -hmm. But somewhere out there, there's someone looking at you that look, might be looking at your life, or if they would be looking at your life, would be like, "I want to be there too." Yeah. Right. So, so we like, also don't have the right to being like, "I don't have enough." I don't have yeah. enough. I don't have enough. If you're above someone in this world, there's <laughs> someone that would willingly change places with you right now. So. There's no point in sitting there and feeling sorry for yourself or feeling like you're missing or you're owed something when if you just look at what you do have, you're going to be able to grow out of anything and make it out of anywhere. Correct. I I agree there. Um, so dealing with spirituality, um, moving on to like a serious topic about like mental health as a man, um, I think that segues way that allows us to segue perfectly into that topic but <laughs> we joked yesterday that dogs women and children are the only creatures that i love unconditionally I mean, uh, we joke but it's not really a joke <laughs> i if mean you, it, really it's a joke but in reality there's truth to it it is yeah so, i think chris rock said it i think chris, chris rock, rock did definitely said yeah, it yeah and i mean it, it's funny like when you look at it at the surface level you're like ah, ha, ha, like who cares about men like you know, yeah, suck it, suck it the fuck up. But in reality, you don't see like the detriment that it has because a lot of the times, like as men specifically, we struggle with seeing value in ourselves and we struggle with yeah. self-image. And, and these are all things that nobody talks about No, because no. it feels like when you talk about it, people are going to be like, stop being a bitch. Or stop, you're complaining. Stop crying. Stop, stop crying. complaining. Yep. Just be better. Just do better. Like, it, It's easy to say it. Yeah, it's it so is. easy to say it when you're easy. in that position. I know I've said it to people before, before I had like For so really, many. Yeah. Like, I mean, I have and too. Now, now I'm like, God damn, like, 
I wish I would have said something different. Because I'm like, well, whoever that person that, that I said it to, like, stop being a bitch or whatever. Now I'm like, I wish I was there instead to hear, like, man, how you doing? Like, how you feeling? Because like, you would never really know, exactly. like, especially if you haven't been there yet. Yep. I promise you one day you might, and then you really will truly regret looking at someone and being yeah. like, just get over it, bro. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> like, when you really are down low, bro, when you really do feel like you're just you have no worth and like people just don't care about anything and you really feel like you're stuck there you do you you will learn and be humbled and being like if i knew what this was like i wouldn't wish it on anybody else and if i knew somebody was going through it i wouldn't ever be that heartless and that cruel you know so segueing out of there we talked about different podcasts because sometimes like i look at podcasts uh, different ones different channels youtube videos and it seems like they're all just ranting. Like, they don't really offer a solution. Like, cool, you told me your story. But as a person who wants to really take advantage of efficiency of my own time, I can't be listening to everything you're saying. So, But I want to extract important information. Well, it's just like I think a lot of people focus on the problem. Yes. But it's like we already know. We already know what problem. the problems <laughs> are. We, talk to, we can talk a thousand stories about the problem, the right? problems, yeah. But what, where are we what did you do different? About, yeah, what are we going to speak about the solutions? Yes. So in, in this section of the podcast, I kind of wanted to relate to what we talked about yesterday. And that was like, how do you decide, how do you get out of that hole that you might be stuck in? And you were like, well, you have to identify first what you want in life. And I thought that was deep because... For me, I thought I always wanted, I always knew like, um, what is it called? Unconditionally what I wanted in life. And then I got stuck in there and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know if I really, really want this. Like, this is not what I, I evaluated myself. I didn't really want that. So then I had to do it again and you get practice. And some people don't really analyze the world or their lives in that way. And like in an analytical analytical perspective, they almost like wing it. You know, like, oh, well, if I do this. It should change. Like something will come out. Something will come out. Right. And you can live like that too. But it's sometimes having direction and having a mentality set for you um, will drive your 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 own your own like physical nature towards there. Right. Don't you think that? Um, a hundred percent. I think that it's just a lot of people see it easy to just being like. <laughs> I'll just do this and then wherever I end up, like it'll be fine. Like yeah. that's where I'm supposed to be. And I'm like, no, because you can easily just throw your life away like that. And then I don't think I would be happy being like, well, this is where I'm supposed to be. It's like, mm, not nope. me, <laughs> not me, you know? And I, I do believe in planning, right? But to a certain extent, right? I'm not a plan freak because I really do feel like, um, especially me going back to like the religious spirituality thing. I really do believe it's like we can plan, right? Mm-hmm. We can plan whether good or bad we plan. Yeah. But God is the best of planners, right? So for me, it's like I can pick a destination, uh, but I can't control what route I'm going to take to get there. Yeah, I can have ideas. I can have like, I can be like, okay, I, I might try this and if it doesn't work. I can try this. And if it doesn't work, I can try this. And I don't know where, where which way is going to work, right? I'm going <laughs> to try them all. But I know where I'm going. I know where I want to go. Correct. And I think knowing where you want to go, that's the important part. Correct. Once you know where you want to go, the steps are clear. I think we talked about it that's the last podcast. It's like, okay, if your goal is to get fucking ripped, well, then, okay, that's your that's your goal. It's like, okay, what can I do? Well, I can go to the gym every single day. Oh, maybe I can't go to the gym every day. Maybe I can just go three times a week. 
Well, if you can go three times a week, and it's like, what else can can I pair with that? Well, I can change my diet, and I can have more sleep, and I can take care of myself better, and I can take supplements. All these things together, the steps are clear, right? There's so many ways to get there. But Correct. first, you have to make that choice and being like, oh, this yeah. is where I want to go. I know I did that because I would be like eating McDonald's. Uh, the hot and spicy chicken with uh, with the French fries every night, bro. I was like, I'm still gonna get real. That's that. That's <laughs> that five dollar meal, bro. But that's it's so good. That shit, that shit held. That shit held it down for the longest, bro. Dollar <laughs> spicy. I think they they upped the prices. I think it's like a dollar oh eight or some bro, shit. Fuck the dollar. Like they, 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 oh no, it's like a dollar thirty or some shit. But yeah, it used to be a dollar, bro. Yeah, it used to be a dollar, uh, bro. Inflation, inflation has yeah. caused everything to go up, man. I used to get gas for like three dollars, two fifty. Now four four forty. Jesus, um, uh, let's go on on to. Uh, I mean, we'll jump back into those topics because there's there's a lot to like uncover. Right. Uh, I want to share some like uh, some things that occurred yesterday, bro. I was like, fuck. <laughs> okay. So for those who don't live in the West Coast uh, in Las Vegas, it started snowing out of nowhere, bro. I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, this is apocalypse, bro. It's wild as fuck, bro. Late February snowing in Vegas, like snow in general, but now it's kind of <laughs> crazy. Someone's controlling the weather. No, I'm kidding. I mean, and then, I, so I was heading to class yesterday, and uh, let me just say, bro, driving to school is dangerous, bro. It's like, uh, how do I explain it? Um, you can't trust other people when they drive. <laughs> That's all I'm putting. Shout which, out. Which people? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. No, wait, I'm not saying it either. No, okay. I was okay. just asking. No, don't wait. Hey, whoa. <laughs> leave comments in the in the channel if you think we know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave down below in the comments which people do you not trust <laughs> to drive. Shout <laughs> out Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> 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 No, man. Uh, so I got hit, bro. That thing was fucking horrible. Um, this is, like, only, like, the third accident I've ever been into. Um, I got hit, bro, but apparently it was my fault. So thanks, police officer, for taking care of me. Um, defund the police. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, and, uh, and then, like, previous to that, before Brandon, like, traveled, uh, we had, like, a conversation about like our fathers and our grandparents. I know like we left last podcast talking about our, my grandfather. Um, we didn't really like go into it deep because we knew that was going to like take a long time, but like it's kind of a mistake to talk about it in the last minute. But like, I did want to share that story and like expand so a little bit, upon expand. It. Exactly. So my grandfather, he's been married to my grandma 50 years and they just celebrated their 50 year anniversary um, out, last week. My that's my mom traveled there. That's beautiful, but life as a married couple isn't always easy. Um, and so I've been like, I've I've been like lost in that essence of my life. I'm like, do I do I find a partner right now? Do I what do I do? Like, is, you know, world gets lonely and whatever. You you want a partner? You want someone to share like special moments with? So um, I asked my grandfather. I'm like, why don't I ask my grandfather for advice? I mean, he's 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 experienced. He's been married. His kids. He's raised kids. He's he's raised me when I was a boy. Um, let me ask him. And I asked him. I call him, and I think he was like really happy that I asked him that advice. And he's like he's like mijo, which is Spanish for like son. He's like mijo. Um, don't rush it. Like marriage, it's a responsibility. 
you could you could look at it from a fairy tale perspective it's a responsibility once you're married you you're in charge of your wife like she she has to depend on you fully and if you can't provide like that if you can't financially provide, then you're not ready. Then you're not ready. And I told him the truth. I'm like, you know what? I can't financially provide right now because I'm going to school. Like I have to take care of other responsibilities. So he's like, then why are you rushing? So that conversation, there was more things that we talked about. Um, and the way he delivered it for me was like very honest and very truthful because he says like in, in our town, it doesn't really matter if you get married young or late, whatever in our town, like, I feel he's like the girls over there, like the ladies, the, the culture is different. He's like where you're at in the city life. Sometimes you have to have like a woman work too to take the care and, and to take care of like finance, financial stuff. Like sometimes yeah. even if a man's working two jobs, three jobs, it's not enough. Right, right. It's not enough to pay for the bills. Even like, you know, currently with inflation, like imagine like your partner has to work too. Right. But, um, and, and so that story, like, really resonated with me as a man as a man who's like who and, and per, perhaps it can resonate with like our audience who who like both men and women who want to get married who want to look for a partner sometimes you have to look at the the picture black and white like there's a clear answer to what you're answering and the answer is like dude you don't have the finance finance financial means to take care of that person or lady you don't have the emotional um capability to to handle or like a, a, like a relationship because you have to as a woman i think you have to be emotionally strong as a man you have to be emotionally strong and physically strong and mentally strong too i think um emotionally and mental are two different things in my perspective yeah they definitely are but i think i mean not to i think yeah as men we do carry a lot but women have to deal with a lot too correct like it is it is difficult depending on how she was raised right oh like that's true having to come out of her house and then just like have a some person that's not family right that she has to depend on has to trust completely um also feeling like not knowing if she wants to work or wants to stay at home you know all these questions that she has to answer right? like it's normal that it's difficult correct to have the answers to all of that at the beginning right but i really do think it's like an evolution and like you take it step by step you know like not everybody is going to be a hundred percent ready at the beginning and I'm sure if you ask your grandfather, like, how good of a husband were you year one and how good <laughs> of a husband were you year 10, <laughs> the answers are going to be completely different. Uh, let me just, I like, can't, I probably can't share. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure that there was fuck ups at the oh, beginning. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure there were problems at the beginning, but it's a process, you know, it's a process. And, and I really believe like as long as you're seeing improvement and true commitment, then I don't understand you know what the problem is it's like it's about supporting each other right nobody's gonna be perfect and your grandfather could have easily said like i'm gonna wait till i'm a perfect man to get married i don't think and he would have never got married right or, or, or your grandmother no. too like i'm gonna wait till i'm the perfect woman to be married you, you will never get married because you will never be perfect actually there's a story into that so my grandfather married my my grandma and they had to borrow like the clothes because they were that poor yeah but um, I think my grandma was already pregnant and my grandfather was like, it's tradition. Like, you know, that's my baby. Like I have to get married to your grandma. Right. But they were like really young. My grandmother was like 17 and he was like 21. 
And <laughs> like even in the pictures, bro, they look hella young, bro. They look they they're younger than me oh, when yeah, I get yeah, for sure. Bro. Like I was like, God damn, dude, like sheesh. But you're right, it wasn't perfect. But they stuck it through. And that's what's like for me, that's what I took out from that conversation, from that example of my grandparents being married. It's like, yo, it's gotta be hard. Like nothing's easy. Nothing that's worth it in this world is easy. That's hundred percent. And the true. people who really fight for something like I know sometimes I envy like rich people or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they went through though. They probably worked their ass off. They sacrificed a lot. Same with it goes with relationships. People who are happy and whatever, you only see the surface level. You don't know what the hell they've been through. The the things that they both have to handle. That and they I never that they never spoke about like all the fights, all exactly. the problems, all, everything that's behind the scenes yep. that built them that strong. Because if you don't have any hardships you're never going to build something strong. Like it's always going to be like, you, you'll never know how strong the connection actually is until it's tested. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's just like being a man, like being a man, you build yourself through hardship. And if you've never been through hardship, you don't know what kind of man you are. Right. Cause when that hardship comes, cause it inevitably will come, you don't know how you're going to react. Correct. Right? But once you've been through that fire, it becomes natural. It becomes second nature. And you're like, I'm ready, bro. Whatever comes, I got that shit because I've been there before, you know, and it doesn't scare you anymore. That's so true. Relationships are going to be a lot the same. Like as long as you see the other person putting their best foot forward and fighting for you, then I think that's that's the most important part. You know, <laughs> like they're not going to be perfect. They are going to have their flaws. But if they're trying their hardest for you. I, I don't think that's an easy thing to find someone that will willingly put their heart and soul on the line for you and and give you their best. It's not something that's easy Absolutely. to find. I mean, you look at it nowadays, how many good men are there? How many good women are there? Very little, right? No offense. I'm kidding. <laughs> like, no offense too hard. I don't know. I don't know. You're like that. But look, I will say this after I had a conversation with my grandfather. Um, my dad called me too. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Like everyone, there's a saying my mom used to say, she's like, las piedras salen rodando or something like that. Like the rocks will roll back. It's a back. song. It's a song, but it's a saying too. Las piedras rodando se encuentran. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> so. But, okay. But before you talk about your dad, I guess like you have to give context. Like what is the original relationship with your dad? Why do I have you don't, to share my no, 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 personal No, no you don't. No, you don't. Kidding, but like, kidding. because you called him and it is more significant because of that history, you know? And I know that history, but someone listening might not know. Right, so do, it doesn't, you don't have to go in depth. Just give like the, uh, 30 second back. All right. Can I get a donation and sponsors? If I say <laughs> this, <laughs> here's my GoFundMe. Please. We need money. Yeah. Uh, context of my personal life so i did mention this in the first episode like my mom kind of raised me by herself um later on i had a stepdad but he and i never got along um so the one so the reason why that happened is like my my dad kind of wasn't in my life when i was like a toddler up until like teenager i started like seeing him after i became after like 10 or 12 but because he wasn't so present in my life um he had like another family bro and like i didn't know that like I, I was like as a kid bro you don't understand these concepts about family right. and so for me like i took that as betrayal i'm like dude this this dude is my father like well what the fuck why we do that like he gave up on me easily yeah, it's so easy to feel that like resentment i felt resentment and 
that's why I feel resentment when people betray me. For me, it's a stab in the back. I, I don't forgive like that. I try to. I don't forgive like that. And oh, well, we can get into Chendo's story too and, and why maybe you should be careful if you ever betray me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, man. No, but it's a characteristic that I built up as a kid. Mm. Like for me, like it's hard to trust people because of that aspect, right? Mm. So my dad called me. And uh, I'm learning to forgive and, and then, like, move on, like, n accepting the fact that he wasn't in my life. And that's okay. Like, at least he made he made the contribution to make me, right? So when he calls me, um, it was, like, around 9 p.m. I was like, bro, why the fuck this man call? Don't tell me he's drunk. Wait, do you have his number? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, of okay. course. I, he's, I text him, like, or when it's Everyone's his birthday okay, or whatever, okay. like, okay. occasions, okay. like, Merry Christmas or whatever. He calls me. He's like... Like, hijo, ¿cómo estás? I'm not talking. Like, how are in you doing? English, in English, bro. I like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing well. You know, I just got off work, finished his classes. And he's like, are you still, like, he's like, you still going to school? I'm like, yeah, of course. He's like, okay. He's like, listen, like, I want, like, I want to see how you are, how you doing. Um, There's a lot of things that have been happening in my life. Um, Like, the other day, like, one of my best friends passed away. In a motorcycle, he's like, I've been going to church more. I've been like, I've been going to therapy. He told me he's been going to therapy. I was like, bro, I'm like, puto. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, no. After the whole conversation we had, men's mental. <laughs> <laughs> it goes the fucking toilet. <laughs> hey, look, no, we needed to break the ice. Come on, this is it can't be a serious yeah, podcast all the sure, time. Sure. I like. Puto. <laughs> <laughs> muted the phone, puto, and then unmuted. I'm sorry to hear that. He, but I unmuted it afterwards. <laughs> he heard it. No, no, no. Shout out to my dad. But no, he's like, I've been going to therapy. And so I'm like, well, that's good for you, man. I'm um, really happy. But like, I could tell that he changed by the way he talked. He was more calm. And he never usually calls, man. I'm, I'm always the one taking the step. And so when he calls me, I'm like, Appa, like, I'm like, well, like, are you, everything okay? Like, you sound different. Like, he's like, yeah, like, you know, all these things and, and whatnot. He's like, listen, your mom, like, your mom talked to me. She said that she wants to, she wants to, like, not repeat the past. Meaning that w you and I, his relationship essentially has to, like, be solved. Whatever happened, like. Like between us, like or the fact that I wasn't in your life, like I'm really sorry about that. He's like, I'm really sorry, like, cause I really love your mom. He told me like that he fell in love with my mom since they were like in third grade, cause they grew up in like the same like little town, little shit. town, you know. Mm -hmm. Like it's a little town love, bro. Uh, I was like, bro, no wonder I'm so loving, cause fucking my dad's things were marinating since the beginning, bro. Like all that love, bro. Like. When you love someone, like I feel the kids come out better <laughs> versus when you don't. It's a scientific proof. I guess. <laughs> no. But, like, um, he told me, like, that when he asked my mom out, like, she rejected him bad. But he's like, he never gave up because that's someone he loved, bro. He said that he went up to my grandfather. He was telling me this story. Like, I never heard this. My mom has never fucking told me these stories. Isn't that wild, though? Like, when your parents tell you a story and, like, you never heard, you're like, fuck, bro. Like, 
because sometimes you just see them as your parents, mm-hmm. but they're whole ass people too. Like they've been our age before. I see my side they, characters. Like, like <laughs> yeah, nah. They're, I mean, you're an asshole, I'm just dickhead. <laughs> nah, but like for real, like you see your parents and they're they're just my parents, right? Yeah. But you forget that just how you have all your stories in history. Like they yeah. were once. Like your age, like they have the same. That they've been through all the same. They've been you know? through so all the it's same. It's crazy. Thing. Like to hear the story sometimes. <laughs> so my dad went on. He said, "I kind of had second thoughts about asking your mom again, because even though I loved her, her her dad was her her family was known as like matones in Spanish. It means people that kill. And I was like, Sicario. I'm like, bro." Wait, my mom wasn't lying when she told me these stories. Yeah. People knew him in town as people that kill. So, my family from my grandfather's side, like they're like they're they're really like hardcore people. Like they take revenge on people and shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. not not in the way where like I'm going to get you just randomly. It's get back though. If it's you fuck get with back. Us, be fucking with you. Yes. So Word. so when my my dad actually approached my grandfather, he asked him. He's like, look. I really love your daughter. If you don't let me like go out with her right now or marry her, I'll steal her from you. He said that. He's like, I don't know how the warriors composed because I knew I was facing like the most dangerous man in that town. He's like, I don't know how I had the balls to look him in his eyes and tell him, but but he said my grandfather's like, okay, I actually respect that. You came up to me like as a man, but that's like, bro, that's, that's traditional. That's, that's really, tra- that's real as fuck. That's really traditional. Yeah. But you know, Moving forward, like, um, back to my dad's conversation. I could tell he did love my mom and uh, that he still hasn't. Fr- and I told him, like, dad, like, look, like, we f- we moved on. We forgive you. I still love you as my dad. Like, I always have respect for you like that. But you have to learn forgive yourself, too, because you can't live. You can't live, like, your entire life thinking that, like, oh, this person will never forgive me. No, it's not that other person. Who gives a fuck about the other person? It's you. You have to forgive yourself because you have to live with yourself for the rest of your days. It's like you can't live on like that. And I can't believe I said that to my own father. Like, that's how I know I'm fucking adulting. Like, I'm like, damn, 24. I'm an adult already. But um, that conversation was really good for me because I never expected to talk to my dad again in, in that same manner. And as a uh, that's I mean as a kid I had to grow up quick. You told me something like before, and I don't know if you want to share this, but you know you also have also family things that essentially allows you to get where you are, but also that you're fixing right now as an adult because you want things in your life to be better. Do you want to go in here and share that? Um, I think before we when we were planning the topics, yeah. Um, had a conversation of course and we spoke about like why i yeah why i don't really like to open up about my life and why i'm super closed off and i've heard it from so many people yeah especially recently i've heard it from my mom i've heard it from i've always heard it from you a little bit always and it's, i always tell you the truth it's, bro. Like, <laughs> it's something you know so i'm just gonna go ahead and you know, open up, fuck it. Like, well, it, can it, we get donations first? <laughs> nah, I don't need donations. Like, honestly, if you guys benefit from this, uh, nah, you nah, can take I'm anything from this. Like, swear, just take it and run with it, man. But it's something that did fuck me up as a kid, and I still deal with the repercussions to this day, and I don't know if I'll ever fix it. I don't know if this is how I'm going to be forever, 
but I do understand that it's not the healthiest way to be. Yeah. And, you know, I'll just get into it. Like, the reason I became someone who was super closed off and just didn't like to share some parts of my life was because, like, when I was growing up, um, I really felt the same. Like, I had to grow up super fast. And I grew up being first-generation American. And, you know, we never had, like, crazy, super crazy family problems, right? But we had the problems that everyone else <laughs> had, right? Sometimes my parents would argue um, due to, like, their immigration status, them not coming here legally, like there were a lot of things that we didn't have that other people had and that creates that creates like stress and strain in the household and because i was their first kid right my parents weren't super mature especially growing up in a small town having very little education my father didn't even finish elementary school and then coming to a whole different country where they don't speak the language having a kid having to work manual labor jobs like there's no time to create emotional intelligence. There's no time to learn how to love your son. There's no time. And it's not even something that's in our culture in the first place, right? So it's something that, especially being the first kid, you lose out on a lot. Like, you do get neglected a lot, and you don't have Facts. the emotional support and connections that you should have. And hearing all these stories and hearing my parents always talk about, like, poverty and being afraid that we weren't going to have enough money being afraid that they might get deported being afraid of this and that hearing that as a kid scared the fucking shit out of me bro like i really had nights where i was like sitting up at night bro like a grown-ass adult worried like how are we gonna pay the bills bro? i'm <laughs> fucking six bro i'm fucking six <laughs> what am i worrying about the fucking i should be playing for? fucking video games bro i should be outside playing you know but yeah. to be serious like no, I, I did have those moments and and I was so scared bro and ever since then I really became someone that I always told myself I will never be a victim and when I grow up I promise that I'm always going to be able to have a solution for everything I always promised myself when I grow up not only me but everybody I love we'll never have to worry about shit because I'm going to take care of all of us and we're never going to have to stress about problems like this again and because of that like I don't know if it's being like self-conscious i don't know if it's being like insecure but i kind of just like took a step back from everything and i was like let me just let me just set up all my pieces on this chessboard of life and look at which moves i'm gonna make and just block everything out and focus on me and just build and play and like make moves and i would just you know i felt so alone like since then i felt so alone and Going forward, um, my father started to work out of town after the recession, right? We lost our house. Uh, we had to move out because the fucking rent was crazy. There was no work in Vegas anymore. So my father had to start working out of state when I was like in fourth or fifth grade. So he wasn't even home anymore, right? And I will never, ever disrespect my father or talk down on him because he uh, he's the greatest man I know, right? He's fucking my inspiration in every way. And I look up to him so much, and I know that if I can be half the man he is, I will, I will fucking be grateful as fuck. But unfortunately, he wasn't around much, right? 
And I think that's so detrimental to me because on top of all the stress I was already putting on myself, I felt like I had to fill that role at home. Like I had to be strong and never show emotion and never show vulnerability. Because if I did, everybody else would be attacked and the whole fucking ship would sink and my father would be disappointed in me. And because of that, I, I took it upon myself to fill that role, right? And then going forward, um, I've also never s really spoken about this before, but when I was in, I think, sixth grade, seventh grade, I told the story about how I went to Hyde Park Middle School and how I felt so, like, out of place and how I felt like I didn't belong <laughs> anywhere I was. No matter where I went, I felt like I was odd and, like, people would look at me differently and treat me differently. I feel that. And on top That's of crazy. everything, when I was in, s I think it was seventh grade. When I was in seventh grade, my father was working in Washington near Seattle, and they were going to take a plane to come back home. And he was originally going to go to one airport that's not on the border. And his boss was like, no, no, just go to the one that's on the border. I'll, I'll buy the tickets. They're cheaper. Just go there. And my father has his brother, his twin brother, and two of their friends with him. And he said, no, it's risky because it's near the border. There might be immigration, ICE. We're not going to risk it. And his boss convinced him somehow to go he's like no just go it's it's fine it's less money it's less time just go there and my father was like okay i have no choice so he went there they got stopped and they went to fucking basically jail like detention for like a month god damn and that was like i see my mom break down i remember like going through the legal process we had no money coming in. Knowing that my father was locked away, we didn't really speak to him. Not knowing like how he was, if he was eating, if he was sleeping. Him probably worried as fuck about us. And then us having, on top of already feeling out of place, having to wake up and go to school like that. At 5 in the morning <laughs> to take the bus, the city bus, because there was no zone bus. You took the city bus? took the city bus to go there because there was no zone bus for magnet school where I lived. So I woke up early, I walked to the bus stop, I got on the bus, I went to school to feel out of place on top of all the shit I was doing with that home. And then eventually, like, I remember we had to ask, like, letters from school, like, recommendations from our teachers, like, report cards, all this shit to show that we were going to school and doing well. So, like, it would help my father's case. And it's just, like, all these things that slowly add up and they just, like, erode you and a you, as a person, and you, you don't have the time or the space to develop like everybody else. You just kind of learn to survive, to just not drown. <laughs> and it's so scary because you can make it so far like that. And I have. You have. That I, I've made it so fucking far just trying to not drown. And no matter what, there's things there that mark you forever and you deal with the repercussions forever and they affect me still to this day right i don't have as good of a relationship with my mom as i would want to have i don't have as good of a relationship with the people around me as i would have right like i don't open up easily i don't speak to people easily like we can have surface level conversations all day i can talk about anything with anyone but when things get like that 
it's you, don't really, you close off i just close off and i'm just yeah. like i'm gonna deal with this shit on my own yeah like why why would, i've been doing this <laughs> for a long time already exactly so it became a habit yeah well fuck bro i didn't i didn't know that shit that's that's actually very that's more than what i've ever went through bro that's that's harder and i mean look at yourself bro like you should be hella proud of yourself fucking engineer with the master that 24 come on all all the ads all the odds were stacked against you it's it, w- it would have been so easy just look the other way and be like fuck it bro i'm gonna sell drugs i'm gonna be a gain i'm gonna do something bad but you didn't bro you stuck with your morals you stuck it out you did it for your family and even though you're scarred i think that makes you a better man than someone who um scarred but still makes bad decisions you know what i mean so well, i just think it's like it's difficult like sometimes it's you convince yourself that you should be proud yeah and sometimes you tell yourself like was it worth it was it worth it bro like yeah no if I if, I if i was if i was 24 with just a bachelor's but i had a happy life but my father was home but I had a good connection with my mom. Yeah. If I had a good connection with that, if I opened up more with people, and I was, yeah. if I was able to share things about me, yeah, I would change it in a heartbeat. I think. You think so? I think so. And and that's not to say I live with regrets. And that's not to say like I would. I don't know. I, honestly, I don't, I don't know. I said I would, but I don't know. Like I, that's something that I, had, I struggle with so much. Yeah. Just feeling like because of what I went through. A lot of people look at you so differently. Like, they look at you like, like you're gonna be like crazy, you know? Like, because I know, like, like you said, it would have been so easy for me to turn and do some bullshit, like selling drugs heavy or or being into gangs, or, like doing crazy shit, right? And a lot of people assume that of me. A lot of people look at me that way and they're just like, well, that's probably who you are because of what you've been through, right? That's true. And, and sometimes it just feels like... Well, then let me, no let me prove it to you. I'll do the yeah, same. But, no, but no matter how... Sometimes I just feel like no matter how good you get, they will always paint you with that brush because of what you went through. And that is a thing that's like, fuck, man. Sometimes it's it, you do want to just like open up and let it out and be like, well, if they love me, if they care about me, they're going to accept it. And if they don't, then it's easy. Just let them walk away. But when you've dealt with abandonment and when you felt so alone and when you finally have something, you're like, I don't want to scare them off. I don't want them to leave. I don't want them to leave for something that I, I was not in my control, you know, and for something that I know I'm not. And that's that's a difficult part. That That's the, the thing that will just keep you in the middle. And it's like, and you open up know. or don't open up, but you're gonna fuck up anyways, you know. <laughs> fuck, man, that shit is rough. I didn't know, I didn't know you've been going through that shit, bro. But think about what your words mean to people, though, that are going through similar situations. Yeah, our your relationship may not be the best right now, but it does not mean it won't get better. Like I always told myself that too. My relationship with my mom, bro, my mom abandoned me for a year when I was a kid, too, for when I was five. 
and people would point it out too. They're like, "Why do you treat your mom so bad?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" Tell us, tell a story. Let we'll both tell our stories because we have a similar thing. But tell tell a story if you're comfortable. If not, I can tell. So when my mom like um, got divorced from my dad, there was no more money in Mexico, man, and she was like emotionally like like distraught, man. Like she's at me. She's like me in that same way, where she can't be in the physical space that reminds her of the other person that she loved. She can't, bro. Like she feels trapped. I feel the exact same way. That's why I always tell, I, and I wanted to share this. Like I don't, I don't hate Vegas. It's what the other person did to me, and the memories that I've kept here that just make me go insane. That I don't want to be here. My mom felt the exact same way. That's why she's like, you know what? I'm gonna go to America and try something new. I can't be here, trapped and drown, drowning here. I have to, I have to thrive. For my son, that's that's the main. I was her main reason. She always tells me that story, and she said it was the hardest decision. The decision she made is leaving me behind for a year with my grandparents. But she came here. She she crossed. You know, she crossed the border. She said that she saw a lot of people died. She heard so many stories before they crossed the desert, and that. She herself felt like she was gonna die too, but she had to pray, and that she was happy that at least when she crossed the border, like she was with her family, because like she crossed with some cousins and stuff. But every time, like she was just praying, dude. She that's why for me, like when I think of a strong woman, I always think of my mom, and I'm pretty sure you do the same for your mom. Hundred percent. And so, long story short, she came here. Um. She had to work like late, like uh, like a night grave graveyard shift, and had to work in the casinos and stuff. But she always wanted to bring me here because she said that her dream was for her son to 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 just come to America and learn English and have him speak a different language. That was her simple dream, bro. <laughs> she didn't she didn't like I I want my kid to be a fucking engineer, and the, she didn't have that specific dude. Her dreams were always humble. And it's hard to dream when you come from small, bro. <laughs> it's hard to just even fathom that it might be it, exactly. And um, but even though her intentions were good as a kid, you always think like you only you don't see the intentions of your parents, bro. And and you just like you're like you see the actions. Yeah, and, and you come again. Once again, comes down to comparing yourself. You see the other kids. You see the other families. Like they're together. Their their fathers in their life. Like, why can't, why couldn't that be me, bro? And that, I even became like a bully, bro. Like in school and in, in like elementary school, I hated people. I hated them because I couldn't have what they had, the simple things they had. And it made me miserable as a kid, bro. Like as a fucking eight year old kid, you're, you're dealing with so many emotions, bro. I had to go to the counselors. Um, I almost joined a game, but I was like, well, I know where that path leads because I saw like uh, blood in, blood out. I don't know. As a, as a 10 year old, I came across that move. I was like, wait a minute. I'm going to go to jail Sign and lose my up. leg. No, nah, I don't want that <laughs> shit. <laughs> my cousin's going to shoot me my in the leg. My cousin's going to shoot me in the leg. No, I don't want that. So like I evaluated so many things, but I hated my mom for a little bit, man. Like I had resentment because I'm like, she fucking left me. And on top of that, she got remarried to some random Fucking per- for me, it's like you know my stuff. I was like, yeah, "Fuck yeah, this guy. He's not my yeah, dad." Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, she, and all she ever did was just think of me. All those actions, all those years, was for me. And I'm like, 
why should I continue living in a way where I I have resentment to the only woman that's ever shown me unconditional love? So when you speak about your mom, who cares what happened in the past, bro? It happened for a reason. Look at you where you are now. You can't, you cannot, yes, it wasn't perfect. And trust me, bro, people have it worse. There's other people that don't oh, even have their parents 100%. that or like, wish. Or that not even that. There's people who have their parents and their parents literally don't. abuse them. Yeah. Literally or just give them, them, just give them shit to get them off their back. Like, here you go. Here's money. Get the fuck off my face. I've seen that. Well, not l- literally where like they like say, get the fuck. But basically, but basically yeah, that's what they're doing. And people me. have told me stories on that. And I'm like, dude, my mom cooks for me. She still cooks for me. She shows me her own way of love and still teaches me and still fucking reminds me that God is there for me and that I need to be good, that I shouldn't let bad people change. And if something bad happens to me, to just wish good upon those people and to, to for God to forgive them if you can't forgive them. And I'm like, that's the mother that I was blessed with. And you were blessed with your own mom too, bro. I see your mama. And, and yeah, the few events that I've been through, I'm like, bro, you're kind of rough on your mom. Like, and that reminds me of me because I used to be the same way, bro. It's not, it's not really. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm rough on my mom. It's just I don't have as good of a connection with her Correct. as I did. Correct. Because. Because you had so to grow up fast. Not just that, but like there was one event specifically. Yeah. When I was 14 or 15. Uh, my mom had to go away for a few months. And my father was working out, out of town, like I said. So. It was just me and my brother. Um, and in that time, a lot of things happened that I don't want to really share. But, yeah, it was just me and my brother. And, again, like the same feeling came back, right? Because it was like through middle school, I always felt out of place. And then when I was in high school, like I was feeling a little bit better, a little bit more normal. Because everyone's Hispanic. And, <laughs> okay. and then we moved. So I moved high schools. And then, like, to be honest, in my second high school, like, I didn't really know anybody. I didn't talk to anybody. Like, I went to class sometimes when I did. Shut the fuck up. Didn't speak a single word. Left the class. Sometimes didn't go to school. Sometimes, like, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I just didn't talk to a single person. Like, nobody? Nobody. And when my mom left, it, all those emotions flooded back. Like, all of the emotions of, like, feeling abandonment feeling like you're unloved feeling like they don't care about you like why would she leave bro i'm a kid with my brother like we're kids why would you just leave us Mm -hmm. like that you know and i did feel so alone again and i think after that when she came back i kind of kept her at a distance in a way because subconsciously I felt like if I let her get close again, one day she was going to leave again and it was going to fucking hurt the same way. (laughs) I remember when I was growing up in elementary school, I used to do really well in school. And there was always like award days and whatever. And my mom would always come, always come. Even if she had to leave work, whatever, she would always come to those days. And all the way up through when she left, and after she left, I never mentioned anything to her ever again. There were days where I was getting awards, bro. And if I went, I would go by myself. Wouldn't tell anyone. 
wouldn't tell nobody. I would go there, accept my shit, and be like, thanks, guys. And I would look around, and I would see people happy, you know, taking pictures, everybody with their families. Like, I have no pictures from, like, all those years of my life because I was just like, I don't have anyone. I don't share anything with anyone. And, and it was difficult because sometimes even me, I wouldn't go. When stuff would happen, I would be like, I don't care. This doesn't mean anything to me. Fuck the Valentine's Day dance. Didn't, you know, just like, not <laughs> just the dance, but just like awards, just like anything. meetings, events. I was just like, I don't care. Like You just cut yourself from that. I cut myself out of anything meaningful because I'm like, I don't have anyone to give it to. I don't have anyone to give it, f- share it with. Like, it's just me. And like, well, I don't really care because it's like having it with nobody there means nothing to me. Is that what you talked about when I share that? that, that this is the sentiment where it came from? What? Remember you told me that when I was trying to isolate, you're like, why would you, you said, you told me I did that before and it didn't work. Is this where like that story comes from? That's where it started. That's where it started for me. And it's like, you build this whole empire. You build this greatness. You feel so good. You're doing so well in school. You're making money. You're doing all these things. I was going to the gym super fucking regularly. I I was like on top of like a hundred. And it, just feels empty like it's like for what I, I, I if i die tomorrow no one would notice no one would notice if if i died and someone came in and was like hey he died people would be like what was he doing since when why like nobody knew anything about me at all zero like zero like you would see me right you know my character you know my personality know. but yeah like back then too like my people would like my family whoever i would be around right a few people you would look at me and you would see me like doing things you would see like how i am and i've always been like like f- trying to be i'm always like joking funny whatever but like you wouldn't know like everything that was behind that Correct. and because you hit it but yeah but like it always felt like not having anyone to share all of you with is the most lonely thing ever <laughs> because to this day still I'm a little bit like that I can walk into any room and I could fit in easily like you've seen me I like, see you. like I can show a certain side of me and you will only see that side and I'll fit in no matter what <laughs> room we walk into whether it's people that do business whether it's engineering yeah. whether it's entertainment whether it's money I, I can walk into anywhere and have conversations and people are like who the fuck is this guy like he actually knows some shit you know but nobody ever gets to see like everything about me correct and that is like the thing that i took away from myself by like isolating all that time and feeling like well it's only about me it's only about me like don't worry about other people you don't need other people dude that's that's the mentality i've been building yeah. I mean that's why I told you it's it's gonna be detrimental in the end because once you make it like you told me the people who make it to the top J. Cole and he felt like this is nothing <laughs> that's why because yeah, it's no not problem. about the destination it, it, that's cringy as cringy or like cliche as it sounds it really is about the journey bro it's not about the destination it never is and there's a saying that says like if you wanna go fast you go alone and if you wanna go far you go with someone and I heard I, of that. And for me, that's the most true thing. And I look at my life and I'm like, would I rather be a billionaire and have nobody in my life? Or would I rather make, you know, 100000 
but have, I have all have these people. beautiful people around me. Exactly. I'm smiling. I have a reason to live besides just some empty numbers. I'll take that in a heartbeat, bro. I respect 100% that. 100% I would take it in a I heartbeat. I respect that. I respect that. And, and people, I think a lot of people in America fall that fall within that mentality that, like, you go alone. It's your own person. You know how many videos I see? Like, I'm like, bro, like. I'm like, and I think that's why I kind of absorbed it a little bit throughout this past few months. I'm like, fuck, fuck everyone else, bro. I'm gonna get ripped by myself. Like, I don't need anybody, and I don't want anybody because every time I open up to somebody, they always fuck me over. Always, always. But then I realize, like, that's part of life. That's part of life. And and if I close myself, and if I let people change me, if you let people change you, then who are you at the end of the day? You're you're lost. 100%. So, you're who somebody else chose for you. You're not who you exactly. are. Exactly. But going back, <clears throat> summarizing what you just shared, and, and that's fucking important. Isolation, bro. Like number one rule as a human being is we didn't thrive in society through isolation. We actually, in U.S. history, we learned that when America isolated itself, bro. Fucking technology went down, like ass, bro. It just dropped, like commercialization, technology, innovative ideas. I'm not saying to share your personal story to everyone, because not everyone will appreciate you. That's 100% true. But don't isolate yourself to a point of mere exhaustion, um, mere madness. Like, because I men, men, we do that. We do that a lot. We do it a lot because if we share our feelings with people, they they look at us in a weird way, right? They just, they don't care. They don't care. Like, a woman can act out. Yeah. And people will be like, oh, it's because she went through this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because she did this. Oh, yeah. it's because she has this. There's validation. And there's like, Always. people understand. There's validation. There's acceptance. There's understanding. But when we behave a certain way because of what we've been through it's like well don't use that as an excuse you don't get that right don't do this That's don't crazy. do that you shouldn't be that way or just like fix it man fix up it. all these things and it's like yeah bro i did i'm a man now <laughs> i'm a man now like i stand on that now whatever happens happens but when i was six when i was 10 when i was 12 when i was 14 i wasn't a man there but i was a kid yep you know and I didn't I didn't choose how those things affected me. And because I bottled it all up, yeah, it's going to come out now. Yeah, I'm still dealing with it now, but it's almost seems like a little bit unfair or a little bit like it is unfair. Yeah. It is unfair because you didn't choose those lives. Those th- or you didn't choose those decisions. Those decisions were made by your family members. Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm blaming mine either, but um, and it's I've not even like they had bad intentions. Exactly. It's just like that's just, just the way, the way the things roll. That's just the way things, yeah. You know, like fucking went went. That's the way things went, and now and you I gotta deal with cha- the consequences. You can't change it now. Correct. I change. I can't change my past, and yeah, my past will follow me, but it made me a better person, and for that reason, I think. Okay, so here's here's an, a scenario. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of people that I've met, professionals, they're like, you're so eloquent, 
you're you're dedicated you you know you're mature about this and in my the back of my mind i'm like bro if you would have seen this fucking hell i went through but they they benefit from that they, they benefit they from just, my goodness they just see the end product they, they see the end product but there's few people that have opened up completely about my past and they accept me there's others that don't the ones that don't you know what i do feel sorry for them because they'll never find someone special like me and i'm i will assume the same thing about you those people that don't appreciate you man haven't appreciated you or whatever in the past when you're growing up they lost a good person in their life you know what i mean and um and i just think it goes both ways too we have to learn to appreciate people good people when they come by when you told me that story bro like when you pulled through I was like, bro, like, I don't know this person like that, but he showed me loyalty, something I, I haven't really, really seen in a long time. i only seen it with my family members. And it's a fucking treasure, bro. Like, treasure treasure the people that that, that do that for you. Um, because if you don't, like, I think that already it's hard to find good people. So I just feel like I know I haven't always been a good person I know I have my flaws I know I have my struggles I know I'm not always the best son the best brother the best friend the best man but I give my effort 100% every day I wake up I give whatever I can give to the maximum I don't make excuses for myself I have my reasons for doing the things that I did I went through hell I made it out and now I'm trying to stay on the right path. And I just feel like that's hard to find, you know? Like, oh yeah, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself because I know, like, you can easily find someone that didn't go through what I went through that doesn't have maybe what you would say a bad reputation <laughs> that you might be able to, like, easily understand or easily just put into, like, this box or this category and it's super easy to be like oh i know exactly how he's gonna do things i know exactly what he is you know i understand that a lot of times people look at me they don't know what to think you don't know what who i am you don't know because it's like it's like a scared animal like you don't know like oh what if If i bite what what if i what if i do one wrong move and he's gonna fuck me up like he's gonna maul me but at the same time it's like I know that I've been through hell. I've been through the fucking fire, bro. And I know how good I can be. And I think that speaks more because... Oh, yeah. I know I could easily turn into a monster. I know I could easily fucking be like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm going to go make all this money killing people or selling drugs or doing bad shit. But I'm like, nah. I know how to control myself. Self-control. That's what I was going to say. I know how to... I'm so emotionally intelligent from so much time of just like sitting back and listening and and looking at people and looking at patterns and just understanding like I have so much from all that bad things that I don't I don't like to let it I don't like to let those things paint me as someone that I know I'm not. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean from a a different perspective if you look at artists like <laughs> vincent van gogh or something that that he went through hell man but people only look at his artwork 
Mm-hmm. You look at the beauty side, but you don't look at the person that made it. Like, what the fuck did he go through? What did right. she go through? Right. And a lot of them, artists, whatever, they went through hell, man. Went through fucking hell. And emotional, detrimental, physical, psychological, whatever you want to put it. But what did people do again? What do people tend to do? The majority? Oh, but look at the good side. No, look at it. Look at it as a whole. That's a human being. Human being is not just it, not just good. It's bad as well. But the good definitely comes out of the bad most of the times. I think it would have been reversed if I was always... If I think if I were in the conditions where I was nurtured well, grew up in a good family, I would have been a whole different person. Completely different. I wouldn't have valued the smallest little things. Time money people god or religion or whatever i wouldn't value those things and i do like i'm not materialistic because my parents taught me that because life showed me that like when shit hits the fan do you care more about your the tv you have the shoes you carry or do you care about like is my are my sisters doing well is my mom fed is she doing well like is she sick like you care about those things in the moment mm. so we carry those on in our lives and I always have those values. Like whatever, if I, once I drive my whatever Porsche when I'm rich, cool. Like I, I got it cause I like it, not because I need it. So, um, let's move out of the mental health thing. Cause, uh, I don't want to make people depressed. <laughs> that was a good segment. That was a good, like you opened up, man. I mean, that, that's the first time I ever like really hear you open up and, and bro, like I admire you more for that shit. That that shows that that gives me more respect for you as a as a man from a man to a man. I'm like, God damn, bro, this man went through fucking hell, for sure. Well, sorry, you're saying something? No, I was just saying like, I think it was a really good segment, and I don't know. I hope people get something out of it. One hundred percent. Should we talk about how Geico insurance is trash? Stop <laughs> 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 joking. Or um. Chendo? Should we go with the Chendo story? I feel like that's personal. That's really we don't we don't have to talk about that. Okay. What else is on the list? Uh Gennaro's Dream Girl application. Okay. <laughs> so, no, but it's real. It's okay, real. Yeah, yeah. So my guy is looking for someone. No, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Not right now, right now. Like the next two months after graduation. No, I know. I'm not saying like right now. <laughs> but we gotta start accepting applications to so start sending them through. Uh uh, on a run podcast at gmail that's not even okay, a real okay. email <laughs> but, uh, number one requirement u.s citizen off top <laughs> can't have no can't have no green card can't be no daca can't be no nothing sorry right, ladies you don't got that u.s citizenship you don't got that blue passport it's gonna be a pass i'm sorry that's it's the first requirement second uh requirement is no drama no drama. I mean, it's, I don't know. Is okay, it? how about this? I go over those things, and then you kind of like... Give me the list. I'll, I'll read off the list. All right, fine. <laughs> I can't believe we're fucking doing... <laughs> I, this is the one I'll get canceled for. <laughs> if you don't see me next podcast, I've either been arrested, uh, jumped, or uh, detained from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So, all right. Number one requirement, come on. You got to be a U.S. citizen because my boy's trying to travel. My boy's trying to stay in the country. <laughs> My boy's trying to work at SpaceX eventually. That's true. So get your shit together. If you're a U.S. citizen, pull up. Come on. No tattoos. Not just kidding. Requirement number two, no drama. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm i a peaceful person. I I mean, you can give me drama like a little bit. 
I'll, I'll, I'll look. I'll handle your problems. Anything you have, I'll solve a problem. Like last girl well, I dated. Women don't like that though. Like they. They um, don't like me solving their problems. No, nah, they don't. They don't. But they would like to vent, but they don't like to. I don't feel like most of the time they tell you something, they don't want you to fix it. They just like just listen to me and tell me that I'm right. You know? Oh, that's something interesting. I don't know. Oh, well, I mean, the last girl didn't pass math class, and we got her through. So, just to try and graduate, like I'll get you through college. That's all. Good. <laughs> I'll do your math homework. I'll do your math homework. Okay, requirement. Next requirement: can cook. Yes, I mean I can cook, so I expect you to cook too. Right. That's valid. And I learned to cook too. That's Nobody valid. taught me. I learned by myself. I feel like the people that say they don't know how to cook. Yeah. How? It's a basic human requirement. It's a basic human like skill. Don't like, put them on the blog. I mean, Blast. if you don't know how to cook, what are you doing? How how do you live? How do you feed yourself? Like, I don't know. Next requirement: <laughs> likes to travel. Yes. Um. I love to travel. I I hate being in one place. Um, in a long time, I like to see the world. Life is short. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go to Italy. I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Brazil. All anything you can, name, I'll go. I don't care. We'll go together. But you, you must be down for that. You know? Yeah. No, like I want to stay home and watch movies. We could do that when we're fucking sixty and Word. our limbs don't work. Word. We can always do that. Next requirement is straight. <laughs> well, hey, 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 hey! Can you not do Sorry to the rainbow flag. <laughs> wow. Sorry wow. to the rainbow flag community. Oh my god! But we got a woman. We got a bigot over here. We got a bigot. I'm sorry. I grew up in a Catholic household. I only know woman was a woman. Haram, bro. Haram. Come on now. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. Conservative. She gotta be a little conservative. What, what do you mean? What I what I mean by that is um that. She's the type of girl that is down to go to church, has family values, respects herself. Because if she doesn't have respect for herself when I'm not around, like, then I can't really look at her with respect, too. And obviously, I'm not saying, like, if you do that already for yourself, cool. Like, that's you. But that's right. the person I want is someone that gives herself respect, that will stand up for me when I'm not around. Next requirement. Believes in God. So yeah, that's time back. Woman. Yeah. Um, my mom believes in God. My grandma believes in God. The women in my life, all the women in my life believe in God. And you know what? They're good women. They're strong women. They're sometimes stronger than the men in our lives. Emotionally strong. Right. Because of them, they're fun. Like, they're the foundation uh, foundation of our family. The men provide, but, but the women, the backbone. Are, they're the backbone. And if you don't believe in God, then it's hard to, for me to trust the fact that we're going to get through hard times. 100%. I completely agree. Next one. Likes the movie theater? Huh? Likes going out to movies once in a while because there's some girls that don't like to. What? There's some girls that don't want to go out and see movies. Like, bro, that's well, why is that a requirement? Okay, like fine. That? Take, fuck, take that out. No, I mean, it's there. So. Fuck it off. Fuck it off. <laughs> take it off. It's there. Sorry. <laughs> Scratch I'm sorry. it. Sorry. I'm looking at, I'm looking at all resumes. If it's not on there, sorry. You're going to have to get a. <laughs> no, no. We regret to inform you, but your application. <laughs> Just because you don't like the movie theaters? No, nah, you can just scratch that off. Okay. It's not really important. Okay. It's, it's a joke. Okay. It's often. Uh, the next requirement has an average IQ. <laughs> okay. Wait, 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 wait. I thought we were not reading that one. Uh, Why you got to throw off? I'm sorry. Half of y'all don't call. Okay. Yes. Because I mean, I'm a smart man and I would like to keep that in my future generations. Like if the woman's not smart, then I'm sorry. Like my kids are going to look, I don't want to fucking tutor my kids all the time. I want them to tutor halfway. 
You want you know to I mean? tutor you. I, exactly. I know. Like, gene, th- th- those are gene traits characteristics. If, you're, wrong. if your kids aren't really good at math or whatever, it's because you marry someone that doesn't have that good gene. Here's a better mm. question, though. Like, what job or like what profession would you want oh, to Oh, what profession? Uh, fuck, I don't care. She can be any profession. I'll respect her if she has. Exactly. Because it's tied back to she's dedicated. Mm. She's If she's dedicated to get an education to better herself, then she's gonna be dedicated to be my partner, and I'll right. do the same. I'll right. do that twice fold. That was valid. Uh, next one, funny. Yeah, I don't like. So I've dated girls who are cute or hot, whatever, but they don't have a personality, bro. It's the most. It's uh, like you're dating. It's like you're. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I I don't want to say something offensive, but it's just it's just really bad. I like girls who are funny. Like, you have a sense of humor. Mm. Next one, like space. Okay, yeah, the reason Whoa, I... Space, like, separation or space, like, outer space? <laughs> Both. <laughs> 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 that was tricky. <laughs> uh, let me explain. That's a trick question. So, I like my personal space. Like, if I'm with the boys, if I'm if I'm studying, if I that, like, I respect that. Th- because those things that I'm doing is for the benefit of both of us. Right. And they give me room for personal growth to be a better man to analyze like oh did i fuck up today was i being a good man to her like did i say that i love you in the morning whatever mm. that's what space provides us when you're like i want to be around you 24 fucking 7 uh, bro like i need to breathe yeah, you know yeah. the second part of space is that is like you respect like my dreams and ambitions of traveling outer space obviously not deep space but what like, yeah those bro. are your dreams and ambitions Traveling out of space, yeah, being a pilot, yeah, to the moon or what? No, no, like just like around. ISS, yeah, ISS. If you don't respect the technology, if, what if, I, if, if, if you, you don't sign up to go to Mars, you, you don't sign up to Mars? go to Mars. I mean, don't you don't even call me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. I'm just, just respects the fact that I'm a space enthusiast that I like astro- astronomy, whatever. So um, LGBT. Wow. I'm sorry. I had to say it. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. Next requirement. Not hairy. (laughs) Wait, what? Don't wait. Why'd you mention that? Parentheses. Unlike previous. What does that mean? I don't know. Who wrote this list? I didn't wrote that. (laughs) I think you wrote that. So I didn't write this. (laughs) Not hairy, though. Like, what what do you mean? I mean, I don't care if you're hairy. I mean, we get fucking get laser removal. Wax. Wax, but I don't like hairy women. It turns me off. <laughs> I seen this girl that was really cute. Yeah. She had a hairy arm. I was like, I walked out, bro. Yeah, hairy toes. I walk out. Come on, bro. You don't like the no. Ew. Ew. I'm the, not hairy. The so. Bigfoot knuckles. Look, I'm not hairy, bro. Do you see me? You native, bro. I'm native, native, so genes. so I pro- so probably will narrow down to Asian girls, Native American girls, and maybe some white girls if they shave a lot. <laughs> I, guess. I guess. And some Hispanics maybe. Next topic, the next requirement, no domestic violence. Yeah, I don't like girls that, like, hit you, bro, like. <laughs> hit you? I mean, maybe mad, but, like. No, I'm just fine. No, like, I, I don't like abusive women. There is abusive women that don't have self-control yeah. for their anger and, like, just fucking throw some shit at you. Bro, I don't want that. Yeah. Like, I, I want to go would, home and would be. hit back or. I won't, but like <laughs> if it comes down to it, if it comes down to you, yeah. got a little bro here. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. soccer. <laughs> sorry, sorry, natural reaction. Reflex, yeah. No, no, no. Like there is girls that hit. No, for sure. I don't like that. Uh, dress as well. 
Yeah, I like women who like value um, a sense of um, fashion. Like, uh, it's fucking cheesy, but like for me, like 1960s women, the way they dress, what? that's pretty fucking civil cool. rights drip. Yeah, that shit's fire. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, like 1950s, like the way they Rosa dress. Parks drip. Wow, why are you making it seem like that? That's civil rights. That's 1960s, then, 50s. No, she were like, no, no. I mean, like Marilyn Monroe. Ah. Uh. But Marilyn Monroe is not 19, like, that was Marilyn Monroe. Like, she is just Marilyn Monroe. Like, you know, not everybody looked or dressed like Marilyn Monroe. You know that, right? Or Audrey Hopper. And, like, that someone that doesn't, like, show off everything all the time, but, like, is classy. Has a classy sense. Knows how to dress. Mm. Um, appreciates herself. And, like, whenever I'm standing next to her, like, like people are like, wow, that's a beautiful woman. That's a smart, intelligent, beautiful woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not just like, bro, I want to be your wife or something like that. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? I don't want that shit, bro. Because like, there's girls that, that dress pretty skanky and like do do it around me when we go out together, but don't do it by yourself. Like, yeah. fuck, there's guys out there. Right. No tattoos. Fuck. I know that one's hard. That one's more demanding than the others because Is it? a lot of girls don't have. get a tattoo. A lot of girls have tattoos but nowadays. That's, that's a choice, though. It's not. That's not demanding. It's a choice. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to look over it if if it's not like a weird ass tattoo, like of your foot, of a foot. Wait, a lot of people have weird ass tattoos. They like, do. They do. I don't know. Listen, as long as it doesn't have like witchcraft tattoos, where like if you go in the church, you don't. Shit. <laughs> Bro, I swear, to you, girls be having pentagram and shit. Yeah, please don't. All right, me. the next two kind of go together. Their physical characteristics. Oh. Pretty yeah. face and a fat ass. I mean. Uh, whoa, whoa. I didn't make the list. I didn't make the list. I'm just saying. Whoa, that's on the why list, you got to so. make it sound like. But that's uh, on the list. Like, I can't lie about the list. Like, the list I mean, list. physical physical characteristics. Obviously, you got to be beautiful. Like, beautiful woman. Like, mm-hmm. I know you'll age and whatever. But for me, it's like, if I don't feel attracted to you, then how can I provide? How can I feel motivated to go to work every day? Yeah, I'm like, my, yeah. my wife looks like shit. Like, nah, I'm sorry. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. if I'm going to work my ass off and do anything for this woman, the least she could do is look great. No, yeah, you're not right. And also, for, not right. you know, for the touch it, bro. Hey, yo, <laughs> okay. It's getting a little too crazy hey. for me. <laughs> I'll check it. I'll check it. Uh, next two are kind of contradicting. I don't know how contradicting. They ended up, yeah, what? I don't know how they ended what up together. Fuck? But the next two are has a career and also wants <laughs> to be a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> so which the fuck is it? Fuck, that was hard, bro. Which is it? Fuck, because I, I don't want her to be a stay-at-home mom all the time because I know she'll get bored and I don't want to fucking enslave my wife either. I feel like some like taking care of kids is a lot and like from having my mom. But it's not enslaving a, if she wants to. And that's very rare. And Most women don't. But now, but I, if that's a requirement, then it's not like it's not like you're gonna marry her and then be like, actually, I know you have a job, I know you have a degree, <laughs> but you're gonna say you're at home watching. <laughs> you're gonna stay. Baby girl. No, but like if you if you're straight up at the beginning, and, or if she is like, hey, I want to be a stay at home mom, like I want to stay home. Oh hell kids, yeah! Which do you prefer? Stay at home mom. Okay. So if that is your priority, if that is your goal, yeah, yeah. send some of your application. Next one, <laughs> you can't have any kids, so. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I really thought about that one really well because I'm like, I am the type of guy that's nice enough to be like, yeah, I'll take care Step of it. Stepdad? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. That, that'd be cool. But at the same time, that comes with its own problems. It comes and with it baggage, sh- no? It does. But like for me, like the only reason is like, I think it's a kid, whatever, but 
you would always have to deal with the other dude, the exactly. kid's dad. Like, any decisions that you do, if you want to move, if you want to travel, if you want to do anything, you you're held back. To, yeah, you always have to <clears> go to So please, else. like, if you don't you're have full control of your family. Yeah. Either, so. Like, you know, wait for me, baby girl. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm the last right here. one likes the ocean. Yeah, I know it's a weird requirement, but for me, like, I love nature. And one of the biggest aspects of nature is the ocean. If you don't like, if you get sunburned like a lobster, I'm sorry, it's not, this is I'm not the right man for you, maybe. <laughs> but if you sunburn like a lobster, <laughs> but if you like the sun, the beach, like the great life, like because I'm gonna buy a beach house when I'm rich. Word. Um. Then we can't. You can't be with me. You don't like. You don't like the ocean. I'm sorry. You gotta go, Fact. girl. Who doesn't like the ocean though? Fact. There are some girls that don't like nah. the ocean. Couldn't be me. All right, are we ending it? Uh, I don't oh. know. Is there anything else? There's a few like secondary topics at the bottom. I don't know if you want to touch on those, or I don't know if you have any. Oh, final here you choose them. Hmm? Um, it's up to you. Uh, let's see. So we did. Uh, I guess like to close it off because we kind of started on this, but we didn't actually like go into depth. Remember when you mentioned that a lot of the times when you look at podcasts. People oh. reiterate the problems and the problems and the problems. Correct. But they don't really give solutions. Correct. They don't give you steps. And then <laughs> we went on that big tangent. Ty, Ty, Ty Cruz? Yeah. Ty, no, it's Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez? Fuck you, Ty Lopez. <laughs> you lied to me. I believed in you. It's I actually, always like the YouTube ad. It's yeah, always about money YouTube. or like getting ripped. It's like yeah, if, you, yeah. if you watch this three uh, workout, ex- if you, this three exercise workout, you're going to get ripped in two weeks. Fucking rabbit promise hole. you. Just keep listening. I worked with all the fitness gurus in the industry and I have managed to achieve something that nobody else ever has. Leave behind traditional. And then you watch like for 10 minutes and they're like, sign up for my website and you get access to my free course, <laughs> uh, a, a 90 day trial and like all this other bullshit. I'm like, bro, just say it already. Like, why are That's you true. Give me, give me something. Give me something. Be honest. Yeah, but I'll we have buy this uh, dealing with um, mental health. And it goes back to the point of like the first step was kind of knowing where you want to go. Oh. But yes. these are, like, a little bit more, like, outlets of, like, what we do. Because I feel like bottling things up inside and, and not doing things yes. to, like, get you out there is detrimental. So, like, what are the types of things that are on the list? So, um, to kind of re- reiterate what you just said, here are our solutions that we deal and cope with. Yeah. Um, so, you, you want to say these, but you hike, you have a dog, you pray. Mm. You read mm. and you listen to music. Mm. What kind of like? Tell us a little bit more about those things. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I always been someone that likes being outside. Like I like outdoor things. I like going hiking. I like going fishing, going camping, being outside, like in the sun, the snow, near <laughs> the water, like whatever. I just like being outside. Um, I have a dog, so I love my dog, bro. What's I his got name? A husky Max. Named Max. <laughs> Maximiliano. Yeah, Maximiliano. No, that's his full name. <laughs> that's his full name. Yeah, if you look on his tag, that it says Maximiliano. It doesn't say Max. So anytime someone's gonna meet you, you gotta come fucking correct and say the full name. But yeah, I mean, I love my dog, so yeah, spending time with my dog. I feel like animals are a really good outlet for yeah. like. For abuse, not just abuse, <laughs> bro. What? You're not gonna <laughs> fucking abuse your dog, you retard. I'm joking. I mean, like animals are animals are cool. Like they're they're a good outlet for like emotions. Like you just get to have like dogs are really like super fucking loyal, bro. They, they love are. the shit out of you, they like are. no matter what. Like, I wish people were like. Sometimes that. I'm walking I'm my joking. house late at night when I'm working or whatever. I come home and 
Like I see my dog and he gets fucking excited, you know. Or like sometimes you're walking in the dark, you accidentally step on him. <laughs> like he doesn't hold it against you, you know. Like he's always gonna come uh, back and uh, love you. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's like he he doesn't I know what's you, going Max. on. You know, like, he thinks you're fucking him up, but like the next day he's gonna be happy as fuck again, you know. Like, Facts. But what can people be like that? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the next one? What else on the list? You put prayer. Praying. Yeah, I mean, for me, just like you know, praying every day. Um, doing my, my daily prayers, getting close to God. And I know a lot of people treat it like a chore. A lot of people treat it like hmm. it's a ritual that you just have to do for whatever reason. But I don't like looking at it like that. I don't like looking at it like it's an obligation. I look at it like it's like, um, I don't know. It's like a, like a privilege to <laughs> be honest. It's it like a, a gift that you give yourself. It's taking the time out of your day to practice mindfulness and, and gratitude towards God um, for everything that you have, good or bad. And it just helps you clear your mind, you know? Like, it, it's a little bit of a reminder where you take a step back out of whatever you're doing, whether mm -hmm. you're working, going to school. Um, Do you think you can pray while you're driving? I think, to be honest... Like, every religious group has their structured way of praying or whatever. But those are valid. I, I understand where they come from. I understand, you know, why people have them. Especially when you're doing it in groups. I understand why there's structure. I understand that a lot of the times good things from organized religion come from community. From feeling yeah. camaraderie and feeling close to other people and... If it's super individualistic, you lose a lot of that. So I do see the value in those things. And before I used to not, I used to be <laughs> like, well, why do we do all these things so ritualistically when we're all individuals and we all feel and experience things differently? But I think that's why. It's because we should have something where mm -hmm. we all are unified in some way. We all are equal in some way. And that's going to bring us close together and, and help us keep our community tight. And I, I believe that's super beneficial to individuals 100%. and to the group. But I do believe that individually we should always, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter, you know, if you have 30 seconds, you're like, oh, I just want to take the time and thank God. Like something <laughs> good just happened to me. Let me just like in my own mind being like, God, thank you so much for giving me this blessing. Thank you so much for putting me here today. Thank you so much that I woke up healthy that my family's good, that I'm good, that things are going good in my life. Like, Absolutely. thank you. Like, we should all practice these things, you know? I uh, agree a lot. I think I moved away from that for a little bit and going back to church because, okay, the I'll explain a little bit, but the reason I went back to church for me yeah. is because it's something I've already been doing as a kid, so I feel comfortable doing it. And I've been exploring more things. But the way I cope is by, like, reading music and traveling there's something i shared in the beginning and we talked about spirituality um i came across this video on alan watts talking about buddhism how in their culture and perspective and somewhat religion they view themselves like individuals mm. um as creatures that should let go because there's nothing to hold on and accepting that fact because a lot of times what structure religion, like me as a practicing Catholic, tend, what I tend to do is like, well, I'm going to put everything on God. 
and shit hits the fan like if things go wrong then that's because he wanted it to and that stresses me out too i'm like well i know god can't control every aspect of my life every decision so no it's not that god can't god can can't yeah sure there's a fundamental thing <coughs> in any religion, yeah, at least Abrahamic religions, that there's a thing, uh, the concept of free will. If God mm-hmm. was hand choosing every single thing for you, then you don't have free will. What free will do we have? What purpose would we have? Because God would have put us here to either suffer on purpose, knowing we're going to end up in hell, yeah, or be happy on purpose, knowing we're going to end up in heaven, and uh, God isn't that's not what God is. God is merciful. So God gave us the free will to make our own choices and choose our own destiny. God knows how it's going to end because God can see the future and God knows all. God can easily take things and change them for us if we allow God to do that for us. <laughs> but the majority of the time the decision, the driver's seat is that's you. us, bro. We make our choices and we live with the consequences. Sometimes you get away, sometimes you don't, sometimes you pay a little, sometimes you pay a lot, sometimes you pay now, sometimes you'll pay later. But every single thing in your life, you control. Yes. With, obviously, with the allowal from God, right? God will ultimately make the choice and say like, yep, I'm going to let you do that, or no, I'm not going to let you do that. And God can control things, but he isn't always making every choice for you, right? Because you do have free will. So don't use like I, I don't like people who use like that excuse of like well that's what god wanted when they're doing like bad things like <laughs> I, that's not something like god wouldn't want bad so if something's going bad that's because you're fucking up like don't put that on god you know i i partially agree what i wanted to what, what i was like say, like kind of like leading into is that like you said control right that word is for me like when I was going through like shit, right? Yeah. I'm like, bro, I can't control nothing. Everything seems like out of control. So what can I control? I start off with the breathing, bro. I'm like, holy shit. This whole time, I'm like, you you don't think about it, but you breathe. Your 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 body adjusts to temperature, or whatever, for you to get oxygen, for yeah. you to stay alive. Yeah. You breathe without thinking, but if you can learn to control like that first component of breathing. Your men, your thoughts, um, and then start approaching things. Like you start seeing how, like, when you approach things, mm. you feel more different. So when I started having more self control, like of my emotions and my breathing and whatever, all these things, I started to feel like more comfortable with the things that I would do, what I was doing, and more happier. I'm like, oh shit! Like, I do have this ability to do these things. Mm. Like damn bro i can go buy a new car like i don't need to depend on anybody like but all started with me so that's what i'm that's what i was trying to hint at i I wasn't saying like talking bad about like people who may feel like even though they have free will they're not in control of everything sort Mm. of deal i was just talking about like what my perspective has been allowing like multiple lessons from different religions Mm -hmm. um build me up you know Mm -hmm. because although my family's Catholic and I just go to church, whatever. I still respect what other people do. Right. And you can learn from them. A hundred percent. Yeah. And if you're closed off, trust me, you're way, you're, you're kind of like letting off great things no, yeah, outside your life, you yeah. know? Yeah. Especially like, I know, yeah, I know a lot of people like that where like 
like oh if it comes from anywhere else except from where my thing is i'm canceling it out yeah but i'm like yeah you should believe your things are complete you should believe it's perfect but at the same time there's a lot of overlap and because there's overlap there's a lot of things that i'm not gonna say they're better explained because uh like for example for me like my religion i do feel like it's perfect and i don't see anything above it right but maybe looking at it from a different perspective mm-hmm. or looking at it like explained a little bit differently would help me conceptualize more. <laughs> so it makes me a better person by looking at like, okay, they're doing these things. Why? Mm-hmm. They're not doing these things. Why not? And what are the effects of both? You know? Yeah. But if I just close off completely, I lose all those benefits. I lose all that information and that's going to cost me, you know? So, so you said something magic right there. Use that too in your own personal life because you said you're not open a lot mm. you just mentioned why you should be open <laughs> in a way right mm. because um 20 percent of the interactions are, i've had have been good 80 percent with people have seemed like a waste of time mm. but out of those 20 percent bro like i've networked with people who are like you fucking never think they can bring so much to a table right like so many lessons mm. i always said people are like walking cheat codes they're walking books of knowledge whatever you ask them they'll let you know mm. i usually go and approach old people more because they have more wisdom wisdom that i can't really have in the next like that i'll have to wait another 20 years till like it reach their wisdom mm. but they already have it well it's like there's, there's that saying that saying it's like um a fool learns from his own mistakes mm-hmm. or a smart man learns from his own I or the how devil knows but more because of his but age the, but the wise man learns from not only his mistakes but the mistakes of others oh right I actually so that, that so that's like the thing where you just said it's like in order for you like they are walking books right because people have lived their own lifetime have crazy experiences and done <laughs> a lot of things right in order for you to have that knowledge if you're going to be someone that says like I have to have it firsthand. You're going to have to live like 50,000 different lives when you could just talk to me like, okay, what did you go through? And what did you learn? <laughs> okay. Now I have that in my arsenal. What did you learn? What did you go through? What did you learn? What did you go through? What did you learn? And now you just absorb all the knowledge yeah. and you pick out all the good things, right? All the, the best parts of knowledge, the best information, you save that for yourself and you get rid of everything that you, that doesn't mean anything, you know? And after that, you build yourself up. <laughs> and you're just this compilation of all the best things of so many different things, you know. Well, That's what we talked about about there. about how to make a good podcast. Yeah, is that we'll take all the good aspects of everything that we already know. Hundred percent. All the what these other amazing podcasts are doing, we'll just take them mm-hmm. and we'll bring them to you, because we're we're trying to be original and we're trying to be efficient because. We were taught to be that as engineers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's our role, just like solving problems and, you know, finding the most simple, efficient solution. Exactly. Okay. Well, do you want to like wrap it up? Wrap it up. Uh, yeah. One I mean, last I topic or uh, what? What else do we have on the on the list? Um, that's pretty much it. Um, something related to. Um. How I, I have miracles and considerations of uh, the consequence and guidance, but I think we already hinted that on that. That I don't understand that one. Hmm? What is that one? Um. So like when when things happen and you just have to decide 
what do you focus on first? Mm. You know? Like, give me an example. Okay, so... Um, it's going back to, like, mental health stuff, like, because... Okay, so let me break it. Let me let me segue back. So two days ago, I watched a financial video. Sure. There were, well, it's a, it was a PowerPoint by this lady, and she was talking about budgeting. Mm-hmm. And she said most people think they budget if they're like, well, today I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend this much, or I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out to eat. She said the best approach to, um, to have when you're budgeting is to measure what you already know, and then mm-hmm. changing the f- habits what can that transition is to in your personal life and one's own personal life is to measure what you're doing right now what are you doing right now that you don't like identify what you don't like identify what you do like and then from there you can set up a goal so does that make sense yeah that's why i kind of like wanted to close off too so like jumping back to the financial stuff i spend a lot on food like i like to go out to eat but it's so expensive to eat out. So what I started doing about two months ago is I started like to meal prep and bro, I've saved like 50% of what I was spending already. Fuck. So I have extra money to go out to eat still, but also like putting on savings yeah. or emergency money. Investing in the podcast. Investing uh-huh. in the podcast. Yeah. Um, Shout out our editor, man. Hey. <laughs> you, bro. Don't worry. So, so so people should should I think if they want to be successful in life if they want to be the live the most efficient life right now they should analyze what they're doing and sometimes that's hard because you'll find a lot of like dark shit like you're like I'm like fuck bro I have anger issues I have anger issues I'm like fuck I have anger issues I you mean like just sitting there and being honest with yourself being honest with yourself is the best way to approach Mm. your problems Mm. Um, so just want to close off on that um, because I think if you wait, if you wait a lot to solve your problems, you're losing time. You're losing your, you're wasting your youth. And you're also the people that are around you, like your grandparents, they'll perish one day. Yeah. And you'll never get a second chance to tell them how much you love them, mm-hmm. how much of a great person you've become. So, that's real. so that's why I wanted to close off. Do you have any words to say beyond that? Um, no, not really. I think this was a really impactful Insightful, episode. Yeah. I think we did a good job planning it. Um, spoke about probably way more than I was expecting. Honestly, I didn't know you were going to open up like that and uh, fog, bro. That shit was that, that shit was great content. I mean, honestly, think there's so much more than that, but I think that's what I want to keep it right now. And I sure. want to take Next time we'll bring drinks like beers and tequila. No, I don't drink. So <laughs> tequila? I, mean, I don't drink. So you can. Oh, we'll you force can, you. you can, no. I'm we'll saying, inject it. No, nah, you can bring whatever you want. But I mean, me, maybe I'll have coffee or something. But yeah. <laughs> I, um, we'll spice up the coffee. <laughs> yeah, relax. So. so yeah, I mean, it's like it was a lot more than I was expecting to talk about. But hopefully if you're watching this, or if you're listening to this, you get something out of it. Hopefully you learn something, and if you can relate, bro, just know I'm rooting for you. Even I'm if rooting you for you never, too. Even if you never told anybody, if you never opened up, if you're going through it, bro, I'm proud of you. I love you, and you know, keep going. With that being said, <laughs> with that being said, man, like follow us on all our socials. So uh, we're on Instagram as Real OTR Podcast. Uh, follow us on TikTok at On the Run Pod. And subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, on YouTube, you're going to be able to see the full video episodes. 
Um, so the TikTok is banging, bro. The TikTok is banging, but uh, also on YouTube, you'll get to see the whole episode, uh, not just the recording, but also the video. I yeah. don't really, we don't really do much on the video, but sometimes like we gesture things, or sometimes like if you want to see, if you want to see and maybe like uh, relate maybe more being a dumbass visuals, eating <laughs> bubble gum and putting it behind my ear, <laughs> maybe. Uh, follow us on YouTube at youtubecom pod with that said, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank for you so much, episode. guys. Thanks for all the love and support. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Okay. Peace. Peace out.